0: Hello, this is Ken Barron with the National Association of Black and White Men together. Hope you all had a happy uh, Valentine's Day. It's now February the 16th, 2021. And the topic today, how to turn your red state blue. We're basking in the sun of victory in the 2020 general election, but there is still more to be done as recent op-eds have suggested. One of them, in the New York Times, said Stacey Abrams and Lauren Growargo met and become political partners a de- decade ago, united in a bid to stave off democratic obsolescence and rebuild a party that would increase the clout of regular struggling Georgians. Their mission was clear. Organized people help realize gains in their life, win local races to build statewide competitiveness, and hold politicians accountable. In Georgia, many allies have retreated and Democrats lost at the polls and in the Statehouse. There was also a 2010 census undercount of people of color, a looming Republican gerrymander of legislative maps, Barack Obama confronting a holdover crisis from the previous Republican administration. The dynamic of a potentially inaccurate census and imminent partisan redistricting is the same story story facing Democrats in 2021 as it was in 2011. Georgians devised a 10-year plan to transform Georgia into a battleground state. Years of planning, testing, innovating, sustained investment and organization yielded the record-breaking results in 2020 and 2021. The lessons they learned can help other states, particularly those in the Sun Belt, where democratic change will precede electoral opportunity. The task is hard. The progress can feel slow, And winning sometimes means losing better. In 2012, for example, they prevented the Republicans from gaining a supermajority in the Georgia House of Representatives, which would have allowed them to pass virtually any bill they wanted. The steps towards victory are straightforward. Understand your weaknesses, organize with your allies, shore up your political infrastructure and focus on the long game. First you need to understand why you're losing, according to these two folks. Understanding that a century of Democratic Party dominance in Georgia had been erased, the Gingrich Revolution in the early nineteen nineties allowed Georgia to turn sharply to the right, and in two thousand twelve the Senate, the state Senate, fell to the Republican supermajority. Clearly, Democrats had to change tactics. The Democrats conducted internal discussions, but self-analysis invariably misses the obvious problems. In 2011, when Stacey became the Democratic minority leader in the State House after four years as a state representative, and Lauren had been based in Ohio, supporting swing state campaigns across the country and helping to shore up other embattled local leaders across the county. With a shared belief that Georgia was on the brink of change, they joined forces. They talked to colleagues who were in the trenches and they read what Republicans said about Democrats. They were ineffective at holding Republicans accountable. Their infrastructure was disorganized, they lacked a clear message, and they were failing to shine a spotlight on the Republican hypocrisy. They understood that promising Democratic trends wouldn't translate to Democratic wins without deep investment and work over time. Next, you need to take action. Red states often like a coherent political argument for the existence of a Democratic party. Leaders say, in effect, we are Democrats and we want progress but their ambitions don't meet voters' realities. Or they define themselves only in reaction to what the Republicans say about them. State Democrats need a politics that people can vote for, embedded in what each particular state is facing. It should be grounded in truth and enhanced by national narratives not driven by them. All politics are local. Whether it is creating economic opportunity in one of the five states without a state minimum wage, or saving public education where children are losing out to failed reform policies, each state Democratic Party should create a narrative about where it is and where it is headed that voters can believe. Offer a realistic but aspirational alternative, like community schools and collective bargaining. The House Democratic Caucus, under Stacey's leadership from 2011 through August 2017, focused on three areas. Educational opportunity, economic security, and shared responsibility. Never forget that creating a political identity for state Democrats is not just a national operation. Each state is starting from a different place And for the message to have meaning and credibility, it must reflect the realities of where you are today, not just where you aspire to be. Resist the urge to leave your constituents behind. Next, organizing is the soul of this work. Building progressive governing parties requires organizing. Grassroots organizing pulls in individuals who see their interests being served The most effective organization for political revolution answers these questions. How do they make change? First, you need a resonant issue to organize around. Then you need a concrete goal to organize towards. Good community organizers are crucial for connecting needs and dreams to resources and policy changes. While organizations are optimal, individuals can and do work independently great effect. And sustained engagement with all of the component parts of the Democratic Coalition means that while those who you disappoint may be angry with a particular action, they won't abandon the mission. Better still, sometimes they'll show up to defend their ideological opponent when the other is under attack. Next, breathe life into the state party. State parties have a legal standing to coordinate with candidates and committees and raise various types of funds that are needed to win elections. They need to be functional and transparent, at a minimum, and high-performing, if at all possible. Stacey's outreach, fundraising, and training initiatives help infuse the party with cash and talented opportunities. She spent time coordinating and supporting the necessary infrastructure down to the nitty-gritty of editing news releases and taking late-night calls to problem-solve or just listen to state party staff members and leaders talk through their challenges. On the other hand, Lauren officially served as a consultant to the state legislating campaign effects, but for most of these years she was essentially a volunteer, as the funds there were minimal. She secured access to voter files and mentored and coached the legislative caucus staff as it grew from one person to nearly a dozen. She actively engaged local and national consultants that needed to augment the scrappy early work, and those whose faith in the eventual rise will be essential to it. By 2018, the State Party had become a professionalised and responsive organisation ready for the $40 million effort by the Abrams for Government Campaign Orchestra. Years of deliberate behind-the-scenes work that was rarely covered in the news media or discussed at donor conferences, and that had improved both local and national trust of the State Party, which in turn helped raise money and deliver victories in 2020 and 2021. And then, we should play the long game. Historically, the Democratic Party has failed to cultivate Black, Latino, Asian American and Native American staff members to work in campaign roles outside of the area of field operations, where they are often expected to talk only to their own ethnic identity groups or people of colour in general. To win the 21st century, Democrats must cultivate and hire people of colour in the central areas of communication, fundraising, research, operations, and management. Diversity in staffing is more than a nice nod to our multicultural party. Our success is built on diverse coalitions, and Democrats must have culturally competent staff members. To build a battleground state, any leaders pushing this evolution will face resistance, and at times open warfare with those who are at their side of the aisle, but also on the other side of the struggle for ascendancy. The painful truth is that internecine warfare isn't simply a republican problem, far from it. Failure can come not only at the ballot block but also in, also in denunciation of this approach to coalition building at party meetings, or in conversations with donors, or in the pages of the local paper. But the composition of Georgia offered a real-time test of what was possible. If they could build the registration, turnout, engagement, and support from every community, black, white, Latino, Native American, Asian American, they could manifest a new political reality. Recent democratic wins in Georgia and Arizona reflect growth in support from white voters, but also critically increased turnout and support from Black, Latino, Asian-Americans and Native American communities. In Georgia, they have diverse and fast-growing populations of Latino and Asian-Americans, along with a steady increase in the share of the black population, both from immigration and from migration from other areas of the country. People of color live in all communities in Georgia, not just in our cities. They make up a third of rural Georgians and hold a significant status in suburban and exurban communities. And also you need to surround yourself with smart people. Lead strategists are vital to building a battleground state. They see the big picture and get you up to scale. You can't build a battleground state with just grassroots organizing or relying on competent state legislative caucus. Each of these pieces has to be driven by someone who sees the full playing field. Most states, have some number of good elected politician leaders, effective party leaders, committed organizers, and high-performing progressive non-profits. But they may not know one another, and the most talented strategists might not be known because they're in junior or mid-level roles. This cohort of leaders has to look for the other high performers and start working across silos and missions. They have to talk about how their roles can be mutually reinforcing, not competitive, which is often the case because of resource deficits. And then one more time, organization and organizing is the soul. It takes belief from what electors you seek, one that is resilient when the winds don't materialize, or when the other side recognizes and reacts regressively to your growing power that is why organising was and is the soul of how they operate every day. So organising centres always on everyday people dealing with deep wealth and income inequality and structural racism. With xenophobia and bigotry and, in the south, with some of the worst health and educational outcomes in America by identifying on untapped or underrepresented voter pools states can redefine their path to victory to do so each state must recognize that losing better is a crucial part of an engineering a battleground state over time with a larger comprehensive strategy in place smart investments sustained efforts and a commitment to organizing and civil engagement across communities, and again, a tolerance for setbacks. They can create a new generation of competitive states from sea to shining sea. Stacy Abrams can be contacted at stacy Ab- abrams. Excuse me, and she was the Democratic nominee for governor in Georgia in two thousand eighteen. Is the founder of Fair Fight Action and the author of Our Times Is Now, Purpose, and the Fight for a Fair American. Lauren Groh-Warger, at GW Lauren, is the former campaign manager for Ms. Abrams' 2018 campaign and is the chief executive of Fair Fight Action. Thank you for listening. This is Ken Barron at the National Association of Black and White Men. Fighting for the Abolition of Racism and Homophobia. You can get in touch with us at n-a-b-w-m-t dot o- at nabwmt.org and our website is nabwmt.org. We're on Facebook, Twitter and other sources. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.